Welcome to Pathfinder Academy. Class is now in session. Here are your professors, Caleb and Christian. Good morning, class. You may be seated. Today's lesson is on the Deep One Hybrid race. This is part of our race overview series where we go over all the possible player races, and right now we're on the Bestiary 5 races. The Deep One Hybrid, this elderly man's wide mouth, staring countenance, and webbed hands suggest a sinister taint in his bloodline. Christian, Deep One Hybrids, these guys come right out of Lovecraftian lore. And this comes right after we talked about Lovecraftian and space horror with uh, Wes Schneider. Uh, we talked a lot about Lovecraftian influences and things like that. We did, and you can expect a horror episode to come out uh, with an unnamed guest. You're an aesthetic person, Caleb. What do these things look like? Uh, terrible fish people, and I hate them. Uh, <laughs> Uh, based purely on appearance, I do not like them. They look generally like a person, maybe a bit overweight, but they've got sort of webbed hands, tall foreheads, big fish-like eyes, wide mouths, that sort of thing. Uh, let's see if their description here, uh, their little paragraph here gives us a description. Deep One hybrids are the spawn of humans and deep ones. They are most comfortable with others of their kind and typically cluster in small, insular settlements where they can assume positions of authority. They keep any humans within their town subservient and cowed, making sure those other residents know better than to act against local laws. Though deep ones are devoutly religious, they usually cloak their true beliefs under a facade of more conventional worship, believing that by doing so they can avoid suspicion from visitors and near by societies this is taken like exactly out of the sort of lore that we're talking about uh call of cthulhu is a is one of the uh, few games the reason i'm calling it out is because it's like one of three games out there so if you're into cthulhu and you wanted to play a cthulhu type game you've you've played this one this is coming right out of that game you insular town these people look weird they've sort of meddled with cthulhu and this is what's become of them it's kind of funny because if you ever played call of cthulhu dark corners of the earth the first-person shooter one. The art for the Deep Ones looks a lot like the townsfolk from that game, just like poorly rendered, portly, ugly people with balding heads. <laughs> right, right, right. Which is, is, is what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to have a sort of disconcerting, there is something wrong with this town. You have to be out on the side of society so you don't get noticed. They have to sort of cover everything up so that, oh, you worship Cthulhu. This is the private investigator campaign. This is like your Arkham Horror doused into Pathfinder. The Pathfinder puts a little bit of a twist on it for the deep ones are actually like a bestiary in Bestiary 5. As you can imagine, sort of fish-like people that worship Cthulhu, these guys have bred with humans to make deep one hybrids. So it's not just from worshiping Cthulhu. It puts just a little bit of twist on it. But the example they give here is a deep one hybrid cleric. So they are definitely fitting into that theme of people who are still going to worship Cthulhu. And while I'm, I'm not crazy about their aesthetic, I'm uh, that's not because it's not faithful. I think it is faithful to the source material. I just don't like the look of them. I think it looks creepy and gross, which I think it's meant to be. It's meant to be off-putting. Why don't we get into their stats? Deep One hybrids are hardy and devout, but tend to be somewhat slow and awkward in their movements. They get plus two to constitution, plus two to wisdom, and minus two to dexterity. Pretty interesting stat spread. Um, would work really well, not really well, but all right for a cleric or a wisdom-based caster. Uh, maybe even something like a druid, which would be strange. The minus two to dexterity, it's probably like my least favorite negative because you have less AC and you have less initiative, uh, which are two really important things. Um, but I mean, I think stats to like what they look like, that's actually probably perfect. Because like, I do imagine these shuffling people that are very, you know, not very coordinated. 
I think the Mysore Dexterity actually fits very well. I agree. They are humanoids with both the deep one and the human subtype. This is common for any sort of half race. The half elf had a subtype human and elf, right? Yes, the half orcs have human and orc subtypes. So it goes along with humans breeding with everything. Right. Deep one hybrids are medium sized creatures. They have a base speed of 20 feet, though. They walk with a shuffling gait. Uh, they mm. they also have a swim speed of 30 feet, gaining them uh, all the bonuses of having a swim speed. So plus eight bonus on your swim checks, and you can take a 10 even when you sh- probably shouldn't be. Okay, well, I think that's a fair trade. We've seen that before. You you, you have a different type of movement, flying, you know, uh, or, or swim speed, to, and you have to trade your base speed, land speed movement. The deep one hybrids begin play speaking Aklo and Common. Aklo, sort of the old one sort of language. Hybrids with high intelligence scores can choose from the following languages. Abyssal, Aquan, Dwarven, Elven, Giant, Gnome, Goblin, Halfling, Orc, and Undercommon. Okay, so far so good. Why don't we get into some of their uh, traits that really distinguish them apart from the rest. Deep One hybrids have natural armor. Their thick skin and dense fatty tissue granted a plus one natural armor bonus to AC. Okay, pretty straightforward. They have low light vision. A deep one hybrid can see twice as far as human in starlight, moonlight, torchlight, and similar conditions of dim light. Interesting. They usually just say dim light. They gave it a little flavor here. I wonder if they do that for all in the future. I wonder how many people are going to argue, well, it's not all dim light. They said similar <laughs> conditions of dim light. But, you know, it's like, it's good because those are the kind of, when you when you think of using deep one hybrids, you think of using them sort of in a very set piece type of environment so you you want to be out there in the starlight because you're out away from the light pollution of the city in a torchlight moving out at night or the moonlight kind of like it deep one hybrids have the trait final change this is a very interesting trait the deep one hybrid ages at the same rate as a half orc uh that is to say that they actually die quite quickly i think half orcs die around 60 is old age for them a mere 1d12 months after they reach venerable age at 60 years old it dies a painful, agonizing death, only to have its body transform into that of a mature Deep One. This transformation functions as the reincarnate spell, with the newly formed Deep One gaining the following modifications to its physical ability scores. Plus 6 to its strength, minus 2 to its dexterity, and plus 6 to its constitution. I think most people would say that this is the point where the GM has taken control of your character. Your character is dead and is now a NPC. This is highly unique, and those stats are very powerful. A medium creature with effective plus 6 to strength and a plus 8 to constitution. Uh, Hilariously enough, that would make them an amazing kineticist. (laughs) A good water kineticist, but I think it makes sense. I think it's it's in the mind of making them into a beast that uh, you're going to fight. It seems like these deep ones... They're not prop. They are propagating themselves. They're not just like we want some worshippers of Cthulhu on land. They're like we we need more of us. This is how we're doing it. They have sea longing. Every twenty four hours, a deep one hybrid spends in an area more than ten miles from the sea. It must succeed a D twenty will save or take one point of wisdom drain. Keeping with that theme of having to be near the sea, near Cthulhu's sort of realm, near the deep ones that had given them birth's world, which also limits them from appearing basically anywhere else drains quite hard to get rid of Mm -hmm. lastly deep one hybrids have take to the water they can hold their breath 10 times longer than a human can and they gain a plus two bonus to initiative checks and reflex saving throws while swimming all super focused abilities there not generally useful Mm-hmm. And this is the trait where they get their swim speed of 30 feet and a plus 8 racial bonus on their swim checks. Maybe not useful, but certainly thematic. Yes. And that is our Deep One Hybrid. 
Christian, what do you think? It's interesting. Um, we mentioned earlier, I said earlier, that like they look really ugly and, you know, you can have intentionally ugly things. You don't need everything to, you know, be mm-hmm. aesthetically pleasing in some capacity. That's just the faithful representation of some things. Uh, th- that's like this whole race for me. Mechanically, like, they're okay, but they're not, like, appealing to me. They're very interesting. They're very mm-hmm. focused. Um, they're, and you said earlier, uh, they're very much an environment kind of set piece. Like, they're a set piece in a certain kind of themed area. And I think that they fit it incredibly well, but it kind of shoehorns them into really only appearing in this one kind of campaign, in this one kind of atmosphere, which mm-hmm. you can have. I think that's fine. It just obviously makes it hard to utilize because I'm not always going to be running a at the shore, dark, mystery solving sort of Cthulhu theme thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. I agree with you wholeheartedly. I think it's great that you have these sort of, uh, I think our favorite word is niche characters so that if you want to play something like that you don't have to skin something he's like here it is this is perfect for what i want to be and you could talk to your jam about you know i want to be this guy can we can we work around that sea longing thing so i since i can continue to, to adventure with the rest of the group and you can even have a very unusual campaign where you're still in control of your character after you have that transformation from the final change there's a lot of room to play around with this uh i, I love the flavor of this and while I don't think it's something I want to play, it's definitely something I, I could see myself throwing in as NPCs. Yeah, these make this is an excellent NPC race. But I tell you, it's ugly as they look. The one thing that makes me not want to play them is that they're twenty foot move speed. I just can't do it, Christian. I just can't do it. Does Cthulhu give you the travel domain by chance? I I do not know. I actually do not know what domains Cthulhu. I'm guessing madness and darkness. Domains: chaos, evil, madness, the void. With subdomains, including things like the Dark Tapestry, Insanity, Nightmare, and the Stars. Guess what his favorite weapon is, Caleb? The dagger. How'd you know that? Because there's like a ritual dagger killing thing, was my guess. Ah, uh, well, well you, you got it. Yeah, that's correct. You, you disappointed I mean, you know, like, it's like a fish hook in the game. So, like one of those semen, ho- semen hooks that you see in, um, oh, I know what you did last summer, which even though it's a terrible movie, I freaking love it. Nothing like a human villain that walks... At the supernatural, like, Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees speed, where he, like, walks but teleports. Love it. Well, that is the Deep One Hybrid. Uh, very interesting. I give them an A+. Really did a good job. The, the small space they had, carving them out. Something interesting. I wish they did that one for the Dark Folk. Uh, but next is the Gorin. I am very interested in getting to the Gorin with you guys. This is the plant creature. Finally, a fey plant PC race. We're very excited. I'm very excited to get to this. Are you excited for group tropes? I am not, and if you make a single group joke, I'll be doing the rest of the episode by myself, which I now think is probably motivation for you instead of something to detract you. Can I make Vin Diesel jokes? Fine, we can compromise. You can make a Vin Diesel joke. Yes. Thank you all for listening. Class is dismissed. Pathfinder Academy is part of the Trailblazer Network. For other great RPG podcasts, visit our website, tblazer.net. Want to get in touch? Email us at tblazernetwork at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at tblazernetwork. This is Johan Martins. Thanks for listening. All right, Christian. We work hard all year and we're coming on the day that we finally get some recognition for it. Can you think of anything better to do this Labor Day than listen to some quality podcasts? No, Caleb, I can't. Hey, but do you think these guys would be interested in joining us? 
You know, I bet they would. I mean, if they listen to Pathfinder Academy, they gotta be cool, right? If role-playing games are your thing, why don't you guys check out our other podcast, Trailblazers? Trailblazers is an actual play podcast where you can see many of the concepts addressed in this show come to life. Season 2 of Trailblazers has been great so far, and I especially like that you can get into it without any prior knowledge of Season 1. It's definitely a fun adventure, especially if you like mysteries and a dash of cyberpunk with your fantasy. If high fantasy is more your style, then consider giving Season 1 a listen. You can find Trailblazers on iTunes. We've got a bunch of other ways to listen as well, so go to our site tblazer.net for a complete list of the ways that you can listen. So go ahead, take a load off, you deserve it. Lay back, grab some dice, and join us. Alright Christian, back to work. Wait, what do you mean? I thought we finally had a day off. Oh no, the work of a podcaster is never done. Hey, Brian, you want to play role-playing games tonight? I can't, my body's trapped in this strange membrane. Wow, should I take you to a doctor? Nah, it feels really good. Just put my earbuds in. No, that's just wrong. But here at Tales from the Lich, we're all right. When you can't play, listen. TalesFromTheLich.com <sighs> That's just wrong.